All right, welcome to After Hours Sessions Podcast. I'm D-Rock, and I'm here with Hans, and it's kind of a, a check-in, saying what's up and seeing what's going on right now. So how's it going, Hans? It's going pretty well, yeah. Um, last time I was on here, we did have a, a little bit of fun with the, the phones and, you know, technical stuff, and uh, I'm curious to see if this thing kicks me off this time, tells me to yeah. go pound sand. Well, it, it, <laughs> it did. People... Um, responded well to the episode with VV. I was sorry that you couldn't really talk as much because of the technical yeah. stuff, but so far if I, from what people have wrote um, on like Twitter and stuff, it seems like people really did like the VV episode. So that's, that's always great to hear because we always want to give content that the people like to hear. Oh, definitely. I saw it on the, uh, on the front of session girls actually. Yeah, I saw like a big post for you. See that? I did. I did. Uh, shout out to Jen Thomas, our you know last guest. Yep. Yeah, it was a, that was a very interesting episode as well. Um, you know, I, I was I, I always like listen to the ones that I'm not on, and I'm I'm like, oh, like what input would I have had to add? And and one thing she talked about like the platforms, and I was like, oh, I know what the platforms is because uh, the old ones on Ruby on Rails. Like I found that out when I went to a page that wasn't there and I, I saw the error message and I'm like, oh, I know where that error page comes from. So, um, but I would have just like tech geeked out and probably distracted her. So no, maybe no. it's better that I was not. <laughs> no, it's always good. It's, I, you know, I like the different perspective and it's, it's good to hear. Cause I know you would be, you know, honest with me, like if how it sounds. So it's good to hear like, another person who knows like how it, how the, like if it's sounding okay or not. Um, so I always like that. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's always that good perspective because it's, I guess I'm learning the business part of it through like having a podcast in it, but you know, you get the business part better. Like you have your producer of content. She owns session girls, but produces content and does a lot of stuff too. So like, um, you got, you have that, that in or that connection that I don't have. Well, I think I just have a different perspective, you know, like I, like all of us really kind of do mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't really understand what it's like to be Jen trying to run that, you know, session girls, you know, uh, a whole big shebang and like how stressful that must, must be. I had an idea. I was like, that seems like it would be stressful. So, <laughs> um, but you know, it's. I think. I think it's one of the things about this show that's fun to tune into. Is just like you get to hear people's different perspectives of how they, you know, how they all got into this, you know, underground or you know, quickly becoming more mainstream thing that you know that we all get into and like kind of how where we all came from different places. So. Um, so yeah, so it's it's. I think uh, what makes the show good is that everyone's like just has different experiences and the, uh, you know, different different ends at different points. Maybe it's yeah. a good way to put it. But, but yeah, I mean, I've seen these episodes just like cranking out. So you're you're uh, you're you're doing quite good. January, as, as I, uh, yeah, December, a little bit. Of December was okay, but January, I've been going hard where i'm like i gotta i gotta like pump the brake like not like pump the brakes of not doing them but i gotta schedule them like out better um 
I kind of get like excited when someone says yes. I'm always like, let me try to just book them as soon as possible. So like nothing comes up or like they don't change their mind. And then I'm right. also like, oh, I get to store, you know, we do this episode. I'm ahead of the schedule. Like, you know what I mean? I always think that way too, but sometimes um, it's just, it's, it's, it can be a lot with the, the day job and then another podcast I do and this podcast, it's like, man, it's just a lot of uh, moving parts sometimes. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not all that different from, uh, you know, the way I, I schedule my shoots and, like, release my videos. Like, you know, you're always kind of, like, playing that curve of, like, you know, I want to be consistent. You know, I don't want to have, like, too many gaps. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, at the same time, I don't want to, like, overwhelm myself or, in my case, like, you know, uh, kill my budget, <laughs> you know, just, like, by shooting, like, too much at once without getting it in the store. But, um but yeah, like I mean, January uh, twenty twenty two is like off to the races already. So yeah, I know it's been a, a good month for me as well. And my my store um, definitely my store is actually going to do better this month than it has any month previous ever. Wow! Actually. Congratulations! And, um, it's breaking a record from like twenty eighteen when I did my first. Uh, sex wrestle match with mistress Kara, you know, that was the kind of like the big boom. Yeah. Where, like the gold store standard. permanently got, got taken to another level after doing that video. And so, you know, it was, uh, such a popular video for, for its time that like that month I had a certain amount that I made in the store and I've come close to it a couple of times, you know, had, had some, some actual good months, but like this month was the first month that, uh, that actually beat it. So, so that's pretty cool. All and right. I, I think it's just like the, uh, the spirit of 2022, like, you know, it just sort of, even with the Omicron and all that stuff, even with, you know, with everyone getting COVID and including, including me at the end of the year, everyone got COVID. Like everyone I knew got COVID like over the Christmas break. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like even with all that, it just seems like everyone's off to the races and like, newer bigger better more efficient things so so um so was there a certain any preview is there a certain <laughs> video that jumped that made this bump like happen for you or certain videos well right now i have uh i have uh, bianca blance um where i think we're number 20 Oh, I think we're number like 18 last time I looked, which was like a few hours ago. Um, some friends of mine over at uh, Protein Wrestling, they're kind of like a new studio. Um, they texted me and pointed that out to me. I was like, oh, shit, because I kept looking for it. But I kept looking at like number 49 and 50. And I'm just like, oh, I don't see it yet. I, you know, it's like, oh, I think I think it could be close, but I don't see it yet. And then like it, it stuck past me. Um, because like uh, they texted me, it's like, oh yeah, you're like number, I think like 22 now, and you know, I was like, what really? I I just checked like a few hours ago, like that can't be right. And then uh, I went and I looked and I saw it, but I don't know. I think also my eyes, I just have trouble like scanning the text because I scanned the list and then I was like, oh, let me actually just like word search it, and then and then it finally showed up for me. I was like, oh, there it is. So. Yeah, so that one's that one's top fifty right now, which is 
really cool. She's really amazing. Um, her her accent is just out of this world hot. <laughs> you know, so she's she's really awesome and like really strong and and uh, talented too. So um, actually a really tough wrestler. So um, yeah. So that one right now is is leading the pack. I also just did a competitive video with Thunder Sky. And that was uh, at a shoot that um, got set up with a kind of in conjunction with protein wrestling. Um, so that was nice because um, I probably wouldn't have met her otherwise. And that's been like a really nice like just, that one's just like a pure competitive like 20 minute wrestling match like classic like how I got into the game, basically like making those styles of videos. And um, so that's really fun. So um, I don't think that one went top 50, but it's been like lingering in the top 10 of mixed well, wrestling for a good while. Let so. me, let me ask you, cause you, you brought them to my attention like the other week or two ago. And um, I've been meaning to, to reach out to them, but tell, tell, I guess the listeners a little bit more about uh, protein wrestling and, and all that. Yeah, well, I, I met them. I met them at Michelle's parties. Um, you know, um, uh, I, I don't know if they're still actively uh, doing them right. I think they're kind of like on a break, and I think they'll be back. But that was where I met yeah. met them, and they were actually at the time like still still thinking about it. Um, you know, Terry and Chris, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, we're thinking about starting a store up." And um, I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Well, you should." you know, shoot with this person or that person. And, and they're actually based in Philly. So they're in your neighborhood. Yeah. And, um, so yeah. And just like a couple of really cool, like nice dudes, you know, like just, um, they, they want their shoots to be a good experience for the people that shoot with them. And, um, you know, they've had nothing but, you know, rave reviews in, in that case from, uh, the people that I know of that have shot with them and they're definitely kind of like, you know, they kind of remind me of like, uh, kind of like the old school, like premier productions, which kind of like leaned a little more towards like the, the more like muscled up girls. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I mean, they, they shoot with other people too, but that that's kind of like what they kind of, you know, try to look for and, and like make more of because yeah, like actually like since, um, I could think like of a of a couple companies like Premier Productions and then Crush Wrestling. You know, those like those two companies would put out a lot of like the kind of like muscle bodybuilder uh, type wrestling matches. So, um, yeah. so yeah, but and, and I, I definitely hope. Um, and in fact, once we get done, I'm going to try to reach out to them. But uh, so they'll they'll definitely be able to answer more. But like, is that something like since you've started a, a clip store, you know, you know it. Is that something like like, do you think it's good like to have a vision to be like, oh, I kind of want to go toward more muscle or more oil or more whatever? Or is it just kind of like you'll figure that out when you do it? Just get started. I think it's good to just like start and then be open to changing it along the way actually like that's something that was like one of my semi new year's resolutions to myself um you know what i noticed that i was i was doing to myself is i would get too caught up on like 
making sure everything's really consistent mm. and uh it's like oh, okay and like if you do a competitive match it has to be 20 minutes like 15 minutes maybe but 10 minutes is un unacceptable you know like mm -hmm. it's like it's like bucking the system you know but like so this year i've kind of like opened it up a little bit more and just like just like been okay with like oh you know this this one's only going to be 10 minutes or this one will be 30 minutes or you know this one will be half competitive half sensual like i i won't really have like a like a brand label to stick on it so so yeah with 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 them you know i think i think they had an idea of where they wanted to go but they just sort of started and then um as they uh started moving along um you know uh, terry actually got more kind of like all right i think for this one i want to have them like stare down arm wrestle first and um you know one of the things that he's done for his which i think is like an interesting thing is like he likes to film people coming in in the door as they're arriving kind of like as a little behind the scenes sort of thing and yeah like, that's cool. i think that's a nice touch you know like oh like you see like you know, you see them arriving and it's like, oh, what do you think about this match you're going to do today? Like as they're taking off the coat and, um, you know, so, but, you know, they kind of came up with that as they, as they went along. And uh, so I think it's good. Like if people want to like try to get into this, um, you know, just sort of like be open to trying it and changing it as you go rather, rather than thinking like, oh, I have to have every single detail worked out um you know i think if you do it that way you're just gonna drive yourself nuts or uh you know or like me in 2021 drive myself nuts where i'm like not releasing stuff very quickly because i'm like nope this has to be consistent that has to be consistent hmm. like and then you just unleash it all and then like you know you're being more successful anyway just because like the stuff you're doing is, is getting out there so so um for for you, when you started off, or I know it's maybe different, but I, and I kind of would like, you know, when we're talking about protein wrestling or other producers, what is the hard part? Because to me, I look at it like from the outside, I guess it's like finding that location to record with people. Like, is that like the, like the real hard part about it? Like, or is there something else you think that's like really like the difficult part about about being a producer think, and releasing content. You know, I think it's like you can kind of like work with what you have access to. Cause another, you know, group that I've been working with is, uh, is kink Astoria. And we've been kind of like doing these, uh, like live streams. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the idea is you do the live stream and then, but different from, you know, other, attempts at live streams uh this link is active for 30 days so you can come back and watch what was recorded um so basically like you'll see the live stream the matches are cloud recorded and after that the um there's a spare camera so like the finished videos are uploaded as well so in case the cloud recording had like stutters you know you get like the smooth version as well so um but uh going back to location um so far those have all been shot in a very small apartment in astoria so um literally someone's living room where furniture is just rearranged temporarily to you know have these kind of like 
small three to four people wrestling parties, um, wrestling and kink parties. Um, it's kind of like open up to, you know, what, what people want to do, but, um, but yeah. And then just like, uh, some neon lights, you know, make the lighting look interesting. Um, and filming on iPhone 12s because they can actually like pick up really low light very well. Um, so I think these days, the, you know, having that big set location isn't as important unless the big set location is like part of what you want to do. Like mm-hmm. if you want to do pro style in the ring, you need a ring. Right. <laughs> no getting around that. But you know, if you if if your thing is more kind of like, you know, like small, like playful, intimate sort of wrestling, and you want to like produce stuff that's centered around that, um, you know, everything's kind of like more. You can do a lot more uh, with a lot less than used to be possible. So. Yeah. No, I guess because kind of like podcasting, I would I would think too, right? Because like I we're not in the same room right now, even though we might hopefully sound like we're in the same room. We still technically never met. So. Not in person, no, no. I know. Yeah. We, we, I do want to set something up, like, um, yeah, uh, for sure, uh, absolutely. But it's like, uh, I get, yeah, I ask it, you know, for people listening, I ask it because curious, you know, seeing these guys for protein wrestling and they're doing awesome stuff. And I ask it for me because if to to take it, you know don't want to, I think when it comes to just talking to people, like, I don't, like, I don't put a regimen on, like, how long the show is, or whatever, anything like that, but I think sometimes I'm, like, kind of like what we talked about, you know, summer 2020, when we talked talked about the podcast, it was, like, wanting to definitely have session wrestling, but then also being able to talk to other people, and then, but so much of it, because that is our love, is that. But also, we're into other things, too, and want to talk to other people. And it's like not wanting to offend the audience that we have, you know. So I think about that, and I think about, like, man, what's some um, behind, also, like, like behind-the-scenes stuff that is, like, what people would want to see, whether it's a bonus interview or maybe, you know... Like the Natasha Leona like lift challenge, like is that something that's like a Patreon video, or do I try to do a clip store myself? Um, I don't know. So I guess it's trying to see what avenue, because you're always trying to like keep. You know, I'm grateful for the people who listen and trying to like always wanting to push yourself, you know, to to do better. And so hearing you say like you're not doing just one type of content or not regimented. I don't want to be like that either, but still want to respect the, the audience. Oh, sure. Like, you know, there's, there's definitely like, um, there's a lot to be said for, you know, definitely the people who came before and like, you know, have these like big setups, like some of them who I've literally witnessed, like, you know, go from kind of like living in small apartments themselves to like building a big studio in New York, like do maidens, like they have like, you know, huge mat rooms that is like built by their blood, sweat and tears and like, um, and rope bondage and balloons. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, like it's, you know, that's also like pretty, pretty amazing. Um, but there's like, uh, there's just like a lot of, a lot of avenues now and, and like technology really is like at the point where 
you know, there's so much you can do. There's so many avenues you can go, you can go. Like it's easy to kind of like get get hot, you know, get caught just like spinning your head around. It's like I don't know which way to go. Like I and just kind of like getting kind of like stuck going nowhere in a sense. Like, right. It's like you know, but but yeah, like there's lots of stuff out there. There's also like Twitch. You know, my my friend Jackie was like uh, talking about like you know Twitch might be a cool platform which i haven't really looked at it um a lot but like you know uh but yeah but like that's another avenue um you know you have the only fans um which i feel like i don't know like i don't know if that's like gotten saturated but like i i have one and i'm horrible about updating it um I think it's just because I'm distracted by like all these all these other like technical things. So see, that's, and um, that's, especially the live streaming stuff. The live streaming stuff is is what kind of like yeah fascinates me right I now. I can tell like, when you, you talk about it. I can tell when you talk yeah. about it. So I think that's it for me because it's also like knowing yourself. So it's like what could I add for like bonus content that I could really keep up with? Like I could legit like you know keep up with and do so it's also like that uh, for for me as well you know yeah i mean it could be like you know i don't know if you ever like travel to do sessions but like that would that could be a compelling you know content of like traveling to like meet someone that you've always wanted to meet or like um there's an event out on the west coast and uh Oh, I found it fascinating, by the way, uh, that Jen said, uh, you know, on, on the most recent episode, um, which I was definitely listening to, how she, how she said, like, for sessioning, like, the East Coast is apparently way better than the right? West Coast. And uh, I was like, wow, like, I thought that would be like, I thought that was told would be totally opposite. But that's because I'm on the East Coast. I thought I was so, hoping my my yeah. answer said that too, because that's what I I just thought so many of them are there. You know what I mean? Right. So, but maybe there's just not like a lot of like, you know, as many customers there or something like that. And uh, but you know, I, I, what I, th- I think part of it is too is the East Coast is so condensed. So if you are like someone who wants to do like a tour, you can like see more people going from Philly to New York and Boston, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a shorter span than going to Vegas, LA, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. There we go. I named it all. <laughs> <laughs> Except San Diego. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I, I thought that was like kind of fascinating, but, but yeah, I mean, it's really like, it's really kind of just sort of thinking of something that's like something that you can do with technology and then just sort of like throwing a subject matter at it and like seeing where it goes and, and being okay with it, not being perfect too. Right. Um, you know, like I said, with the, the live streaming, like sometimes those cloud recordings freeze, you know, despite the best efforts and like, it takes practice and like, you know, the more you do it, the better you can kind of get at it so that it doesn't freeze as, as much. But, um, but it's certainly nice to come up with a way of like, okay, well, even if it does freeze, you know, you can still have like the backup recording and have that on the same link for 30 days. Like that's, that's going to make that problem better. And then 
then it's like an excuse of like, all right, there's still like a game day in a sense where it's like, all right, we, we do want to try and get the stream to like, you know, go like without dropping a frame, you know, like we're, we're going to try and be that perfect, you know, shoot for the stars, uh, you know, so to speak. But, um, but yeah, but then it's, it, it gives you like that challenge in from in front of you in a, in a sense, in a way that you're not afraid to fail at the same time. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, that you're kind of going to like grow as you go along with, uh, you know, getting better and better at putting this on. And then we'll see eventually, uh, you know, eventually COVID might let things uh, rest enough where you could try like a bigger event or you could like team up with people who put on bigger events and try to do a big live stream package. And, you know, because you've had all that practice, just sort of like doing it, you know, in a living room, you know, small living room, you know, may, maybe you pull it off and it's like this amazing thing. And then, uh, you know, and then people from like, not even really in the wrestling industry or anything like, you know, they start to notice and be like, Hey, like, look at, look at this setup they got going here for, for live streaming. And, you know, like this is pretty, pretty intuitive. And then not like, uh, you know, not a deal breaker when it comes to budget either, because, um, because, Right, like you can live stream stuff, right? Like WWE live streams their pay per views, but they get satellite trucks. That's mm-hmm. not fair. <laughs> so, how, how do you compete with satellite trucks with uh, iPhones and gimbals? You know, that's the and that's kind of the fun of it. Like if you if you actually can like get to the point where you're technically doing something with iPhones and gimbals, that's like you know at, at least like on a level where people are like. Yes, I'm definitely willing to pay a ticket for this. That's pretty cool that you got to figure that out. So, um, you know, but it's no. all it's all video games, as I as I'm fond of saying. So it's just the interesting yeah, part. Everything it's, is video games. It's it's something like it's cool when um, you start something and you do it for a passion. But then you don't know what's next, and you don't know like, and it's trying to take a chance and read a, read the the room and trying to be like, you know, what can I take on more? And it, you know, you kind of do it for the art and for the fun and for the passion, and then it becomes like a little bit of a business. You didn't even plan yeah. on it, which is, I guess, like it's a good problem to have. But then it's just like it's moving faster than you are are ready for sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, I, I kind of like found myself in that, I don't want to say like a rut sort of thing, but like, you know, when I went from kind of doing my store as just like a, you know, a side hobby that I did purely for the fun of it, you know, transitioning to the point to where like, Hey, you know, um, I actually kind of depend on this money now that I make from it. And, um, so therefore I, I kind of got to play by the, the, the rules and like not shoot holes in the bottom of my boat. But, um, so you can sort of get into that thing of like, all right, well, I got to do this cause it makes the money sort of thing. Even if it's something you're passionate about. Um, and then, you know, you, you end up kind of like doing the same thing over and over and you're kind of like, ah, oh, you know, like I kind of miss the days where I was still kind of like innovating and like this, you know, making stuff that's new. And, um, you know, eventually like I, I've had those moments where I've, I've, I felt like I'm kind of like stuck like that. And then 
something will come along like a conversation or uh, meeting a new person or like seeing a new piece of technology, you know, something that wasn't available like even a year ago and just being like, hmm, I wonder what we could do with that. It's like, oh, that's, that's a new and different thing. And then you just sort of try to like make time for it on the side or, or like roll it into what you're already doing. But like, that's, um, let me ask you, is there something not to sound, I know, but like, what do you think as far as content? Uh Oh, cracking it up. Cracking it up. It's a Sprite, by the way, (laughs) for those of you think that Hans is, uh, you know, off, off the, uh, the wagon again. Um, I, I'm doing a dry January. Actually, it started when I got the, uh, I got the COVID on Christmas Eve, and then uh, I just didn't feel like drinking hot toddies. <laughs> I was like, no, I'll just drink regular regular tea while I battle this. And it wasn't that bad. But I, I haven't had a beer uh, since then. And I was planning on doing a dry January anyways, and I didn't get better until like January 1st. I tested negative, and I felt fine. I was like, well, it's January 1st. Like, am I calling off my dry January? Nah. So... Uh, yeah. So this is like day 33, I think. I've got a counter on my phone, but, but my uh, phone is screen locked right now for, at, for podcast time. As, as so. far as content, like actual types of videos in this industry, are there like new things that can be done? Like, you know, we see like there's a scissor video. There's, uh, I don't know, um, face sitting. There's different... Like, what's some new ways to kind of do it? You know, I, I loved, like, the video you did with Katarina, like, the ass job. Like, that was, like, different. And, like, her was, like... That was her idea. Yeah. <laughs> She's... Um, yep. And, and we, we, you know, for everyone listening, you can look, look, listen back to our episode with Katarina from November 2020 where she talks about it. But it's... um. The Zentai suits, like, you know, she's very creative. But it's just like, what are some things that can be done differently? You know, I like Lexi Lexi Art doing, like, the mud wrestling. I thought that was really cool to see. Like, like just what what do you think are some... I know it's a tough question, maybe, but, like, some things that can be done differently. It's like whatever you can kind of come up with. Like, it's like that time that, um, you know, I was uh, with... Uh, do maidens uh on the beach on in the rockaways and uh they had like a custom video that had kind of like a scuba element to it and yeah we saw that that shallow surf of the waves coming over and just like you know looking like a ocean arena out of a video game and you know me damien vivi are there and it's like let's try some of this beach wrestling let's see how it would look yeah let's just try it out just you two wrestle for like seven minutes and like I'll film it and we'll see how it looks. And it looked awesome. Um, it was extremely painful, (laughs) (laughs) but which is why we haven't done that again, I I guess. But like, it looked amazing. Um, but you know, posted that video and and turns out there's like a beach wrestling, like Twitter. And like, there's a whole community based around like beach wrestling. So that could have been a whole other genre that we could have like, maybe if it didn't hurt so much, you know, the way we did it. Um, you know, we could have made a bunch of those and like there'd be a beach wrestling category on Clips for Sale if there, is, if there isn't already one. Um, but that's the other thing too with Clips for Sale. Like there wasn't an oil wrestling one uh, category on Clips for Sale until I requested that they make it for me. <laughs> so, 
but you can literally like ask them to make a category for you. And um, if it doesn't exist already, it can exist, you know, tomorrow. All they ask is that you have like, you know, five to 10 videos to post in it. So it's not empty. So, um, but yeah, like it can be, it can be anything like another Katarina idea, which I, I don't know if she ever finished making it, but it was kind of like, um, it was face sitting and it was like, they lift off of the face just long enough for a, a note to come out. And then they make a, make music out of that. Like, if you think of like, um, um, well, it's like a xylophone really, right? Mm -hmm. Like you think of like xylophone, except for keys, if there's like, you know, a face sitting victim and like someone getting face sat and then like it comes up just for that note and then goes back down and they're playing some kind of melody from that. So that was a, that was a cool Katarina idea that, um, <laughs> I hope I'm not like putting it out there and she's going to be like, Hans, you ready? I haven't made that yet. <laughs> Someone's going to steal it. So, um, but, uh, yeah. And I, you know, I, I think, uh, Vivi got into doing the balloons. Like, I think that was at one point that either a, re a random request or like just a random interest that she decided to try once and then ended up trying it a bunch because, you know, it, it, it sold and it was fun and it was actually like really cool looking too. So, um, but yeah, like we haven't gotten to the bottom of the barrel yet as far as like new and unique, you know, um, creative, uh, art, erotic fetish, competitive sport game. Like there's so many things out there that haven't been tried yet. It's just a matter of being like, Oh, like, it might even be something that like you think about and like, it's like, Oh, I really wish that, you know, I have this like idea and vision in my head and like, I've never seen like a video that has this thing. It's like, well then that's an idea. You should go out and make that thing or custom request it. But like, but this day and age, you can actually go out and just like, you know, uh, make it if you really like, kind of like serious about it, want to try it. So, you know, but, um, but it's also just like being like not afraid to try it and have it kind of like exist for its own sake, like not really go anywhere as far as like being able to build a business around it or anything like that. Like sometimes you just do things for the fun of it and it's a one-off and you know, you find yourself talking about it years later. So, um, but yeah, so. Okay. You're thinking about branching out some new stuff? <laughs> I kind of am. Part of me, you know, yeah. it's it's always, it's just, it's the grind and, you know, it's the commitment to it. Um, And I think that's yeah. why I like having, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I look at it like uh, the, the interviews that Jen Thomas has on Session Girls, they're great. You know, for, that's why I had said, you know, back in 2018, 2019, uh, to her that like, hey, you should you should do this. Maybe even a little bit. It might have been like 2016, honestly. First time. I was like, you should do a podcast on this because of those interviews. And I'm like, you know, you, but you can really, it's different. It's not, you can dive deep. And so then we started. And I think for me, you know, I was thinking about it recently. It's, I do love to hear about like just the bare, like bare bones of like your favorite type of session. Um 
the do's and don'ts of session wrestling for you. Like, that's great, but I like the conversations that I was used to having the past 10 years when I would go to a session and then we kind of just get, not on purpose, but just get deep about how'd you get into this and what's it like traveling? What's it like going on the road? How is it doing this and that? Um, tell me some of like, I, when I say like, I always try to ask like different stories, like like unique stories, because it's not like just, oh, like some guy was inappropriate or something. Like that's good to hear. So like, hey, don't do that. But I like the ones where it's like, hey, like you did like a real, someone, you did, someone asked like a real unique request. I, I, I forget which session wrestler. I remember going and talking to him like years ago at a session. It might have been Amazon Amanda, but I'm not sure. But it was like, yeah, someone just paid me just to like sit on them and eat for the whole time. Right. And I'm like, really? Like, that's interesting to me. Like, someone paid just to do that. And I always kind of like to do that, like try to like think of a session that's like within those boundaries. What is like, yeah, no one's ever asked you to do that before. And, you know, it was crazy to me that like Amazon Amanda, but my first time meeting her was like 2013, I want to say maybe yep. 2012. And, um, so she had been in the game for a while at that point. And I was, she's like, you're the first person to ask me for oil wrestling. And I'm like, I'm the first person like, ah, that's like shocking. you know, like, I'm like, really, it's me. So it's like, um, it's, it's just like different. I guess it's, it's like, um, trying to do different things and trying to show a different Avenue, but still wanting to respect. But like, Hey, you know, I've thought about like wanting more people to talk about bondage and other kinks and fetishes. You know, we had Ari, you and I talked to Ari Tuckman about ADHD and, and, and sex and relationships. And if we can get like other, like people, professionals, like sex therapists or people to talk about this, like, um, even like some like, yeah. you know, Instagram models to talk about like body positivity and dating and sensuality, just about overall expression of sensuality, like, they're expressing themselves and like the the conversation about that like all those things kind of interest me and wouldn't mind trying more for 2022 yeah and it's like it's something that um you know like everyone kind of needs in their life right like everyone wants in their life but like you know there we never really i don't know like had the upbringing where it, this was really kind of like talked about openly like you know obviously not in grade school or high school but even in like college and stuff like that like you don't you just don't really get taught this stuff and so you know influencers and and you know a therapist and now with like just sort of like being able to have a platform and like you know write books and be on shows and podcasts and twitter you know like that like it's like these people have now sort of picked up the slack of like, now we can actually talk about it and, and learn about it in a positive, constructive way. And, uh, you know, um, I don't know if you saw, cause you, you actually like, um, uh, turned me on to half on, uh, sex with Emily. Like yeah. Th that, that podcast, right. Mm -hmm. So she has a, a masterclass now. I don't know if you saw that. I did like that app masterclass. Yeah. She's actually like on masterclass for, um, you know, for sex and talking about sex and, and, uh, sensuality and stuff like that. And, um, but that's like a mainstream app. Like there's, 
you know, politics, there's cooking, there's, you know, designing, like, self-expression, you know, taught by RuPaul, like, you know, there's all these, like, mainstream celebrities on that app, and then she is on that app as well. And it's like, that's, that's cool that it's, like, coming to the point where, you know, this isn't such, like, a, I guess, closeted thing anymore, because I just sort of feel like growing up, like, you know, um, I'm a little bit older than you, but like growing up in the eighties and the nineties, um, you didn't, you, you weren't supposed to talk about stuff like this. It was like, it was very taboo. So, <laughs> so it's nice to see it kind of like changing around and yeah, like, you know, more of, um, kind of like collaboration and learning about like, you know, like you said, like different kinks and fetishes. Um, you know, I know this like kink Astoria group, um, definitely has people who are like not in the wrestling world and like in from like different walks of kink and like, and we're all sort of like meeting and like trading stories and trading like, you know, knowledge and trade trading like experiences. And, you know, you learn about like other aspects of humanity through that. So, so I think that's a great goal for 2022 that you've got for yourself there, Mr. D rock. I'm, uh, <laughs> so. um, yeah, trying, trying. It's uh, it's yeah. a little bit. It's I guess it's um, you know, to be quite vulnerable with you and the people who will be listening, it's it's nerve wracking because you you know you want to do a good job job not nerve wracking maybe that's strong but nervous because like, you know you want to do something that people are like and they're proud of, and you know you know hey vulnerability put yourself out there things are gonna fail and that's okay but it's just like. I honestly am just humbled by the people who have come on. I'm humbled by the people who listen and like it. And, you know, you you know that you like something or you're into it. But I always say, like, it's still like you. I feel like a lot of us live in that bubble where it's like you're like. Even like I'll use an example, like growing up, like. And it's a little bit different now, but when I was growing up in like the 90s, like before like the explosion of like the boom the 90s wrestling boom um it was like yeah you know like you see the arenas and you know like wrestling is popular but still it was like taboo it was like you said wrestling people were like oh you like that fake stuff blah 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 and uh, i'm right. like i used to hate when people did that it's like oh it's fake it's like yes i know but it's still awesome yeah and it's like well then who who it's can i find me, yeah who can <laughs> i find that likes it and it, you know yeah. it, that got better you know as it got bigger and stuff like that but it's like um i still feel this way where i'm like man i know people like it because obviously all these ladies wouldn't be doing it and having careers doing it if there wasn't an audience or people doing it but i'm just like I don't know. I'm like, people are listening to this. Am I representing? Because, like, I know my mindset. I know what I like. But you're the only other person so far who I've talked to who's been a fan. So it's like, and, like, what gravitated me toward you is we kind of see the same. But I know there's people out there who see it totally different. And I'm just like, so am I representing them well? And what did what got them into it? What do they see? Like, what? What do they gravitate? What type of sessions do they want to be a part of or watch? It's just really fascinating, but also like, it's like, wow, like it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, just trying to hope I represent it well. Well, I guess it's like, it's kind of like, you know, 
it's hard to taste the food when you're the cook at the restaurant and that that can be kind of nerve wracking, right? Like you're, you're kind of like doing the creating and then it goes out to the tables and people are, you know, are trying the food and like, you hope that they like it. Like you may, maybe you can kind of see their expressions, but like you're, you're not sure that they do. And, and, uh, you know, you don't necessarily get the, you know, the feedback from a listener who, who actually just listens and, and enjoys it. You may never find out about it, but, um, I mean, I've gotten like several DMs and like um, emails of people who have brought up like, you know, the podcast saying, you know, saying like, oh, you know, I, I love when you're on the, the podcast. Like, you know, it's like they're really into the podcast, like the whole show, like, you know, so. Um, and yeah, like, I mean, we've had emails that we've both been on of people saying, saying like, oh, like, I, I like this. I'd like to you know, hear you guys talk about this or, you know, or that subject. So, but yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, I think it's natural to be nervous about it, to be honest with you. Like, um, like when I put out videos too, I sort of feel the same way. Like, I'm kind of like, Oh, I hope people like this and they're buying it. They seem to like it. I don't really hear much, much back from 90% of them, but, um, you know, and so that can be kind of nerve wracking, but at the same time, it, it's, it's kind of like, well, you know, you just sort of like, you just sort of keep going on and, uh, you know, make it because you know, it's something you're passionate about. Like deep down, you know, that there's a, a quality aspect to it and, uh, knowing that you're not perfect, perfect, but like you're, you just sort of keep trying to chase that. So, but like, I think people appreciate the, they appreciate the imperfection in, in a way they appreciate kind of like the struggle and like the, the adventure, you know, it's like being a character in a book, you know, you like, they get to sort of like follow your story along. So that's kind of how I, that's how I look at it because I, I catch myself doing stuff like this of like, you know, watching characters on TV or like celebrities or like, you know, anyone that I'm interested in just kind of like, you know, getting to know like, oh, like what, what are their like thoughts and like their fears and like, yeah. you know, it's interesting to watch people being just like normal, vulnerable, vulnerable people, you know, like, um, cause that's something I think that we all, we all sort of share. So, um, but yeah, but yeah, I think it's natural to be nervous about it, but I think you're doing a good job, D-Rock. So. No, no, I, I think you're doing a great job, man. And it's, um. I do the same thing. I kind of look at other people um, and what they do and what they're producing. And not just in this industry, but like like you said, celebrities, artists, writers, whatever the case may be, musicians, and just how they're kind of reinventing themselves and how they're doing things. And, um, you know, right on. Yeah, yeah. comedians too. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, comedians. Just like interesting people like of all walks of life just like you know it's just fun to follow the story and see see where they where they go and then then you think about like you know people that you you followed their story and and you think about like oh well, yeah like 10 years ago they were like completely different like it's it's kind of like fun to watch them you know like you said like evolve and like reinvent um as circumstances change and pandemics lock you down and, yeah you know little offices empty and get turned into podcast studios when they used to be 
offices full of 40 people. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, so now is there I some... would say on, onward and upward with uh, 2022. So it's <laughs> definitely the way I feel about it. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of invention this year. It just kind of like has that vibe of like, everyone's trying new stuff, whether it's like putting on new events or, you know, trying out live streaming, trying out different styles of content, becoming content producers for the first time. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to see, you know, because there's just going to be so much like creativity out there and, you know, maybe you'll meet people that you can kind of synergize with and be like, Oh, okay. You're, you're good with this stuff. I'm good with that stuff. And like, you know, let's try and do this thing that neither one of us do. So, um, you know, have, have done yet, but like, sounds like it could be cool. So it's a Sprite burp, not a beer burp. Let me ask (laughs) you, um, a question here. Go for it. And you might've said this in a previous episode, but what, what was that thing that pushed you over the edge to start making like, um, more like sensual, like to step it up to like sensual content. Like, what was that that kind of made you say, like, okay, I I feel, I feel ready to do this. Um. Well, it was like a process because, like, when I first started out, like, I started with the with the mask and everything, and you know, it took me a little while to, you know, even like lose the mask. Um, I put all those back up, by the way. <laughs> before the um before the hammer came down last October to where like I wouldn't be able to put them back up again. I, I reactivated all my original videos with the mask in them. And and some people actually uh started buying them again. I was like, oh that's cool. Like I um you know, they're they're much lower resolution <laughs> because the camera I was using back then was it was good for its time, but it's not good anymore. Um but yeah, anyway, so it was a process. Like I lost the mask. And at that point I was like, okay, I I think I'm okay with people seeing my face. And you always have this fear that like, you know, like your boss or your mom and dad, or like, you know, someone who you don't really share this interest with is going to see you in it. And, um, I can thankfully say that that has not happened to me that I am aware of. Uh, like, I don't, I don't think any, anyone's seen it that I would be like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm, this probably isn't the first thing I'm going to share with you. Um, but it, it has happened that like somebody that I knew just like in my sort of like everyday vanilla life was a buyer of my videos and I didn't find out until like about a year after I knew him, which was funny. Oh, wow. How, how did so, that come up? Uh, he, he was actually, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I promise I'm not going to say your name if, if you're listening, but, uh, he was at the gym that I was at and, uh, you know, nice, nice fellow. And, um, you know, uh, it just so happened that back then on clips for sale, they used to actually like give you the first and last name of the people who buy your videos. Um, they stopped doing that now. They don't do that anymore. That's probably for the best, yeah. but, um, <laughs> I did see his his name pop up and then I saw like the locations and 
it's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, New York was one of them. And then I knew what state he was from originally. And then that state was on there for other purchases. And it's like, oh, he's bought this at home and in New York. And it's the same name. It's like, it's gotta be that dude. And so, um, and so it was, and we, I finally like told him, it's like, Hey, I, I know, I know how you know me from before you know me. And, you know, he kind of laughed about it, but you know, didn't, didn't really want to discuss it further. So, um, anyways, that, Ooh, but I digress. Um, started, yeah, started with losing the mask. And then I had always been a fan of the DWW style and, um, it was always in my mind that I thought I would want to try that um, on video, but the on video part was the scary part for the longest time uh, where I was like, hmm, you know, like they, you know, it's that movie, the full Monty of, of like, you know, you can only like, you can only do that for the first time once and then it's out there. So it, it was one of those like gateways where, it, you know, point of no returns where it's like, all right, well, you do this once, it's not like you, can take it back and you've never done it. So, um, but yeah, I just decided that I was ready to try it with someone I trusted. And, um, so started asking people I, I was closer to who were also performers, if they were like, you know, interested in trying it and, you know, being okay with that style, being on video for them too. And, uh, you know, those two people were, uh, you know, two people I did the first two videos with was Lana Luxer and Mr. Scara. So, but they were definitely like friends of mine. Like, you know, I mean, like, not like, like Mr. Scara, I didn't get to like hang out with her all the time. Like, you know, we live on different sides of the country, but like the times that we met, we definitely had like a really great rapport. And like, some sometimes you just talk to people and you feel like you know them for years. That was like one of those situations. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but it was, uh, it was definitely, I mean, it was the, you know, the style that definitely popped my store up, up permanently to a, a new level, um, which has been great for, for me, just like even like making a living and like, and, and having fun with it and, you know, being creative with it as well. And, um, it's been a lot of fun. So, and then, you know, other people who at first were not ready to try it. And then like, you know, a few years down the road saying like, Hey, you know what? I think I want to like try this style. And I was like, Oh, that's great. Like, you know, let me tell you about like the different aspects of it and you can see what parts of it you like. And, um, so it's been, it's been fun kind of like, turning something that was once a very closeted fantasy into something that I don't act, you know, not only do I not hide it from everybody, but like, I actually like put it out there in the world and actually like get to, you know, yes, make money off of it, but also kind of like also enjoy that it's, you know, out there like this style of content that I never saw out there and always kind of wished there was more of and, you know, and now that style is out there it's for, for the other me who's just growing up and it's somehow the nineties now, and you know, they're seeking it out and, you know, they'll, they'll find the videos that they're looking for other me. You're welcome. So, <laughs> um, so that's, uh, yeah, that's good. So, 
No, it's uh, it's it's definitely something that is. It's just fascinating. It's interesting, and it's just that way of, you know, you're creating, and like you know, we've mentioned it. Like yes, like it's extra money for yourself, and and that and that's that's awesome too. But it's the way to feel creative, and I I can only imagine like, but you feel alive, like you feel. You know, you feel like, hey, like you're expressing your true self. Yeah, I was, there's definitely like a self-actualization that comes with it where, you know, it's it's like, hey, this thing that like, you know, I was I was afraid to express or like I was, you know, afraid to think was OK. Like, you know, I've in, in a way sort of like made that OK, you know, like I've made I've made that something that's like, you know, not closet worthy anymore. So, um, you know, for me, a very, a very small thing that's not really, you know, super scary to hide in the grand scheme of things when there are people who go through like much like heavier struggles of like, you know, um, you know, being gay or like transitioning or like there, there are people who have like, you know, much harder journeys to points of self-actualization where, they get to a point where it's like, hey, now I actually feel like I'm my true self, like in the world, you know, as opposed to feeling like, you know, I'm in the world as somebody, but deep down I'm really somebody else. So, mm-hmm. and I think that's the thing. It's, um, I think it's a battle most of us have, and you're right, it's different for everybody. You know, a lot of people we we know the stories and the 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 the, the sad horror stories, but it's it's sadly the real world where people who are gay or like you said transitioning and their lives are on the line and yeah you know, their li- it's a threat to their life and so it, it 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 does put things into perspective for you and it puts in things in perspective about for all of us like it's not easy being yourself like it really isn't society doesn't make it easy but it's a fight worth fighting you know i know yeah, you've probably had the email i know we've had them together you know people emailed us together but about being into a type of kink, a fetish, you know, whether it be session wrestling or something else, but hiding it from their partner. And I, I always think about that because I don't judge anyone and it's not easy. And I think like, you know, what, and it was close. I can be honest, these past few months right now, that person, I decided to just be friends, but it, it was close, but it was like, um, Hey, you know, I got to be a man of my word and like, I'm going to have to be honest with this person. And it's weird. It's like how you word it because it's like, no, like this isn't the only way I can be affectionate or sensual is through a session or through bondage or something, but it is a part of me and we got to have that conversation. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the mistake sometimes people make is thinking that you can suppress it for the sake of the relationship. You know, I think like, um, I think you're very lucky in a way if you, you know, you go through this point of like, Hey, like, um, you know, I have this thing that I'm closeted about and like, I, you know, you, you kind of like work through that to the point where you're not closeted about it. And then you meet the love of your life or your spouse. And then you get to, you know, be upfront with them you know, about that from the beginning. And, um, and, you know, maybe it's something they're into as well, or maybe it's something they're just totally not into, but at least they understand it. 
and you know and then some people decide like you know to open their relationship because of that that's you know part of why polyamory is a thing as well because like you know people are letting you know are willing to let their partners like explore the things that make them happy if they're not both into the same thing but they still love each other so um you know the people i feel bad for are the people who already met somebody or already are already are married to somebody and you know they clearly care about and love this person but they never worked on this closeted issue and now it becomes a thing where it's like either they have to try to keep that buried down or they have to you know tell the person that they love that they're into it and have it potentially cause a problem and then you know i can i can only imagine that it becomes a a, a sense of like when do you decide when you know the the happy um sort of the, the happy status quo world comes crashing down and you you finally you know have this moment where it's like i just gotta let let out this thing that i've been hiding and then you've been hiding it you know that's that's another thing that would make it even worse so like i i definitely empathize with with these people who who found themselves on on the wrong order of that where they uh you know they're with someone that they that they legitimately care about and they 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 love but they just you know met that person before they had you know reached that point of self-actualization where they were they were 100% comfortable with themselves so um so yeah so if you are one of those people out there you know like or if you meet people out there that are like kind of like closeted about it and you know i always kind of hope that these people can find a way out of that before they find a way into into a trap to where they're now all of a sudden now, now all of a sudden it's a choice like either i have to keep this suppressed you know choose you know and and choose the uh the happy marriage life or, or happy family life if they have children or i have to like give in to this thing that's really part of who i am and then risk you know messing up that status quo and, and causing a bunch of hurt and pain that way so yeah Hmm. So it's a lot, man. It's a lot with it. It really is. It's just, uh, it's fascinating. It's interesting. Um, I, I, I do give you credit. I give a lot of the ladies credit. Um, guys like, you know, protein wrestling and, or, you know, we mentioned Kane vision or Garrick or different people just like, you know, putting yourself out there. Yeah. I like, I like to see people kind of like doing it more and like starting their own stuff and you know just like yeah getting into it expressing it making making it part of who they am so like when who they are so like when people meet them and like you know want to find out about them it's like oh like who who are you know who is this person i just met it's like oh well i'm into video games and also wrestling so (laughs) so also kinky wrestling but um I think it's always, yeah, I think it's always nice to see when people can just like own that part of themselves and then get to have fun with it. And then, and then hopefully like prosper from it too. Like we're in a unique time. I feel like where, you know, you have all these platforms and, and yeah, there there's, it's a struggle to stay on them sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But you have all these platforms where you can get like, 
you know, the word out or you can, you can socialize and you can, you know, um, have like kind of like shared experiences or shared communications with people from like across the globe and like, you know, never even meet them in person. D rock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, uh, and then especially with like COVID shutting the world down, like it, it, it made it even more so where people kind of like turned, turned inward to their, you know, to their phones. It sounds terrible. I'm saying this, but, but it's true. Everyone turned inward to their phones and like looked for, you know, looked for friends out there. So no, we, we gotta meet, we gotta meet. I always told you I'm down to, I'm down just to hang out or I'm down to be in a video or we could do both one time. You know, I'll take the train up to, up to New York and meet you in Manhattan or something, or I don't know. Figure something well, out. I'm no fun. I'm no fun right now because <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm still fun without without the drinking, but I'm probably more fun with the drinking. Uh, we'll, we'll I don't. We'll we see don't what have to have out. a drink. <laughs> no, yeah. I I, yeah. Don't, I don't. It, it, it's totally up to you. You know, I I always tell people that like, there's no pressure to to do do that. Like, you know, if if you were cool with having a drink, cool. But if you didn't, I'm still down to meet. I think we have a lot. Lot to to catch up on. We've been doing this journey for over a year and a half now. Yeah, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So, <sighs> but this was awesome to do, man. Yeah, this is great. It was great to have a catch up and uh, and for the record, the app did not kick me off after three minutes and and fifteen seconds, like it did every three minutes and fifteen seconds during BB's episode. So, so that's improvement. Yeah. So before we go, let me, I have some, all right. So as far, a question about for you, as far as producer and as far as podcast. So first with producer, who are some people who you haven't shot with yet? Who do you'd like to, I mean, it may happen, may not happen in 2022. I don't know. You'd like to like, they're on that bucket list. Like you would love to shoot with. Oh man. Whenever people ask me this on the spot, I can never think of who they are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, like, one person that I haven't shot with yet that I'm looking forward to shooting with, her name is uh, Faith on Fire on Twitter. Um, I've kind of followed her on Twitter for a while, and she seems really cool and just, like, really creative. And um, so we're actually going to shoot together in, uh, I think, April. And, ooh, pardon me. And that, that'll be super fun. Uh, Sprite burp, not a beer burp. Um, and uh, yeah, let me see. Who who haven't I? Well, Sheena, for sure. I've never shot with Sheena. I've never actually met her in person, but she's coming to New York, I think, like in a week. So I just found out uh, from you tonight. So if I can get that on the schedule, that would be really amazing because, you know, like, you just got to meet Sheena. So, yeah. Um, there's also, okay. Someone who I really want to shoot with that I've never met, um, is, uh, Ava from fighting divas. She used to be, uh, on DWW and on, on trip dolls. Uh, but she's been there for like, for a long time. Like she was like, she was Ava N on DWW and, um, you know, she like, yeah, I, I think we're about the same age. 
Um, and like she runs Fighting Divas now, and she's actually friends with Bianca. Like her and Bianca have met and shot together and are are good friends. And so that was like kind of like, like the closest I've gotten so far to like getting to meet and shoot with Ava. So um, I would I would rate her like just because of like the long the longevity of like how long I've followed DWW and like wrestlers from there. I'd say she's like tops and I'd consider traveling to Czech Republic to, to make it happen. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's, I think that's all I can think of and right now. So my second question is as far as a podcast guest, whether you, I mean, obviously you're always down to come on, but even if you can't come on, but who would you love to talk to? as a podcast guest that we haven't had on the show yet. I'd love to get uh, Ariel X on here. I know at, at one point there was like uh, talk of it and then everyone got busy again, but she's super interesting to talk to when I, when I met her in Vegas, uh, you know, just like a fun person. Um, you know, the, the person that was going to come on tonight, I don't, I don't know if we've, I don't think we've teased it or, or anything like that. I'm really looking forward to her coming on the podcast. So I, I I'm actually not going to say who it is because we're so close to mm-hmm. actually having that episode that I just want that episode to kind of like drop with its own, its own weight. Gotcha. So, um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, someone suggested Skylar Renee. I think she'd be really fun to have on. Um, you know, Sydney Thunder would be really fun to have on. Like she's, she's got a, you know, a really sharp wit and a, and a really biting tongue sometimes. And, <laughs> You know, that's, that always makes for for a lot of entertainment. Um, yeah. I think that's all I can think of right off the top of my head. There's definitely more. It's just that, you know, it's hard to remember everything at once. Oh, yeah, it's tough. So, yeah. How about you, D-Rock? All right. Who, so who you got? What, now is it? I guess for me, I, I lay down my trading cards. You lay down your trading cards. Yeah. So now you ask, <laughs> I guess you ask him for both or just the podcast or for in person. Both. All right. So I'll start the same order you. So in person, I kind of, I just recently did it with like, so I Des desire. I had my first yes. session with her, which was awesome. And she's awesome. So that was, um, really cool to do. And she was someone high on my list who I wanted to, to session with she can be on both because i actually would like to talk to her on the podcast so she so she's not she's not on the meet list because i didn't meet her but she's now moved over to the podcast list um like to have on the podcast list um so for the in person uh i would love to see sheena yep i would love to see someone who was on the show Curves and in chaos, Mistress Madison. I'd love to have her. Yeah, see her in person. Um, I think she's really cool. I think she's awesome. Um, so I'd love to see Mistress Madison in person. Um, who else? We have Sheena, Mistress Madison. I would also like to see in person uh, Goddess Nadia. Yes. Yeah, she's awesome. Like, I'd love to meet with her in person. She comes to, like, Newark and Jersey and New York, but never, like, Philly. 
And so part of me is like, man, and sometimes it's just hard the day, the windows, because, like, you know, I'm like, man, I should hop on the train or just, you know, depending on where, like, just drive up there. But, like, it's the it's been a tight window to do it, so I haven't been able to do that. Yeah. Um. So that's also another person in person. and there's She'd just, be a, another uh, good podcast guest, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So those those are, are some of the high ones right now. I'm trying to think if I'm missing. I know I am missing someone, but um, I'm I'm blanking. But I I know there's probably other people. Uh, Lexi Art, also. Yep. I'm, I'm hoping to see, but she's really, you know, I I was drawn to her from the beginning, and then your recent videos with her just put it over the edge, and then, um. I'm not sure which one I'm going to, I just talked to her. I don't know if I'm going to release this one first or that one. Um, so depending, you might already have heard it, but I have not sessioned yet with Lexi and I would like to do that as well. Um, so yeah, Lexi is great. Those are very bubbly. Yeah. Energy. So. I'll, I'll keep it just there for right now. I could probably go to more, but I'll keep it there. And yeah. on, on the show, I would love to have Mutiny. Uh, yes. She might be my... Oh, that'd be so great. Yeah, as being just like, she was my first session ever. Um, I um, She follows the show on Twitter. I've reached out, I don't know, but I'd love to have her on the show. Just um, That'd be so cool. It could kind of like recount the uh, the first meeting like through her perspective. and Yeah. Know, that could be fun, so... I, I trip think down that, memory lane. I think so. that because I kind of want to do that with um, with Amazon Amanda as well, and hopefully she's coming on the show. But to do a trip down memory lane with her, with some of the sessions we've done, um, this person is kind of out of the game. She's retired, but I would love to have because it's probably I've sessioned with the most. I've probably, I've seen Amanda, I say, but most I've seen Amanda, Jen's probably sec, like, second tier, like, like, third overall, because I've seen Jen a few times, but I'd probably say Annie and Amanda I've seen the most, I'd probably, probably Annie number one, Amazon Annie, and yeah, I know she's not doing, but, like, I would love to just kind of have her on, um, and just kind of to go over, like, just what she's done, because she was a a, a huge name and a great name, but also like just like you kind of like you said, like a flashback, like a recount our sessions. And she's someone we we would hang out and we we got food after after you know we had sessions and stuff. So just very she's cool. so much fun. She's uh she's so down to earth. Yeah. So yeah. I I I remember reaching out about it back in probably fall of twenty twenty, and she had retired and she wasn't sure. Um. She said no then, but I maybe I might try one more time. Just no pressure, but just I know it'd be great to catch up with her and. Yeah, it never hurts to ask. Yeah. So, so Annie yeah. would be a good Annie Mutiny. Amanda would be a good guest, and some some people on. Like the European, like it was great to have Miss like like Kill Pussy, um, but I would love I guess there's Tia. I would love to have, and Sheena was on. The yeah. Show. But Tia would be great. She's one of my all-time favorites. Tia, um, we just had Warrior Amazon. So, like, Tia, Ina Black would be great. Yeah, Ina Black would be awesome. 
So I'm hoping yeah. hearing like Sheena and Warrior Amazon, because I know sometimes it's a language thing. You but... know who else would be great is uh, like when I think of being Ina Black, I also think of this person, but I, I don't think I can say her name correctly. But is it Lu- Lucrecia? Lucrecia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does a lot of like Fight Paul stuff. Yeah. She's, she seems really cool, and uh, she came through New York at one point, and um, I did not get to meet her. I, I don't I don't think I was in New York at the same time, but um, she seems really cool. I'll bet she I'll bet she uh, would be fun on a podcast and has lots of stories. So that's always awesome. That's what yeah. it's about. But I I think yeah, that's even something to kind of to see, you know, like, you're right, like, to kind of have, like, a, do you remember, I know for some people, I met him once, it might be hard, you know, a few years ago, but I kind of want, I know Mutiny, I I feel like she would, we've met, like, it's been a while, but three times, and kind of, to kind of see what her interactions, but I, I might try again, that, that's definitely a bucket list, like, I love to have Mutiny, because I, I, I just miss talking to her, um, yeah, but love to have her come on, yeah, but no, uh, Mistress Kara as a guest is is definitely big too. Definitely, yeah. Actually, both her and Jack Friday would be um, really fun guests. Um, I can speak from experience of having hung out with both of them, and uh, they're definitely fun to shoot the breeze with. So yeah, yeah, yep. So we got our list. We got our list, and I think um, for people listening, we're, we're going to try be patient. But I think Hans, with his content, and even he, he's a part of the after hour sessions content. He'll be guiding me because I can't do this without him. So um, <laughs> we'll be trying to do some new things. You know, we'll still be doing the podcast, but you know, doing new things to kind of just expand and create, and hopefully produce content. You guys. You know, find interesting. More fun for everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. But for the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Hans Vanderkill, I'm D Rock. Thank you guys for listening to After Hour Sessions Podcast. Peace. <laughs>